now I hear his voice mm -hmm. over a situation that I have been praying for. And maybe just in my communion, he takes me into a place where he gives me a strategy. As I release it, I bring the heavenly kingdom into the earth. God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour his spirit out on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promise outpouring, we equip for that outpouring, and we engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We have with us a very, very dear lady from South Africa, whose name is Elsebi Briers Bakis. We are delighted to bring her to this podcast to help you understand that you, as his sheep, the sheep of the Lord, his sheep know his voice. And she is a teacher who is bringing people into the ability to hear the voice of the Lord. Welcome to the podcast today. We're so glad that you're with us. Before we get started, let me encourage you, if you haven't already done so, to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net, where you can sign up for our email list so that we can encourage you and help you with the things that, that are on the Lord's heart. And you can find events that we have coming up and you can donate and all these things that are available on our website as well as our podcast player. So we want to welcome today our dear friend, Elsebi Briers Bakis. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, that's my pleasure. We've known you a good many years. Your daughter was on our staff for a while. And I've just enjoyed getting to know you better since we've uh, we've been visiting here in your home and in your daughter's home. And uh, I'm very interested in hearing how the Lord brought you into the deeper things of God. You know, that's a very interesting question, but I think it's a journey. Mm-hmm. Always is. And I think it's very individual mm -hmm. because it's not the same for two people because God is so beautifully creative mm -hmm. in the way that he approaches each of his unique creations, which are us, to bring us into that place where we have communion with mm -hmm. him. So how did your journey go? How did, how did you come into the deeper things of God? You know, actually, I fell into it. <laughs> <laughs> I can say literally I fell into the river. And it was a very interesting situation. I grew up in a religious church, and mm -hmm. I've never, ever heard or seen anybody dancing before. Mm -hmm. So I was in this service in a Pentecostal church, and oh. um, just before the worship ended, you know, you know, I have that feeling worship's going to end now. The Lord said to me, I want you to go out to the front and dance before me. Oh, my. And I was like, Lord. Oh, me? And what came, <laughs> <laughs> what came out of me was, what are the people going to say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll get to that point a little bit later. But then I realized if I don't obey right now, I'm going to miss the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I went out and I took a few paces and 
fell out in the spirit. I, f- I just fell out on the ground. And I know nothing of the rest of that meeting. Wow. I was in the river. Wow. And I was out of my shoes, my hair all over the place, you know, <laughs> undone. And when I came out of there, I mean, I had like, in this river, Jesus was with, was with me. Beautiful. And it was like we were doing somersaults in the water. <laughs> and I had an extreme joy, but I was delivered of my pride oh. and my concern about what people think. Glory so that God. is fear of man. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. <laughs> and I do think that any and every encounter that we have should bring a transformation. Because yes. if it mm. doesn't, it was not really mm. an encounter. True. No. Because that's when we behold him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was not aware of anything else. Wow. And that was just doing what he says, which I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. But you were wise enough to follow through. Well, I know I couldn't not obey him. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was not an option. But you already knew his voice. I knew his voice. And I can't tell you where that started. It just, I knew things like I knew what this is what God expected of me. I knew it in my spirit. The, mm-hmm. I think my knower mm-hmm. was activated mm-hmm. before actually I could say I'm hearing his voice because mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about the prophetic. Right. So I started journaling too. Oh, that's mm-hmm. wise. Mm-hmm. And that was also led by the spirit. I didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. You know, in those days they were not – phones and YouTube and that kind of thing. Sure. So it was sitting in the Word. Yes. Mm. And I just followed Habakkuk 2, mm-hmm. write down the vision. Good. And write down what you hear. And he says, position yourself to see what the Spirit is saying. Yes, I love mm. that scripture. Yeah. I love that yeah. scripture. But they... That vision you have to keep before your eyes. So I realized I need to journal. And in the journaling, it started to be very spontaneous, mm-hmm. just listening to what he's saying and writing what I'm hearing mm-hmm. and not getting any interference from our natural mind. Right. Now, you told me uh, in a previous conversation about how you were taken somehow or you were you were moved or you were impressed as a child by your was it your grandfather yes my grandfather was really uh, carrying the presence of god mm-hmm. and although i had no idea of what the presence was it was just that i knew that my grandfather and my father and an uncle of mine were different they carried something that i desired mm-hmm. and Later on, actually very recently, I realized that was the presence that drew me. Mm-hmm. Mm. And to me, what is very significant about that and which I pursue is to be in his presence 24-7. Yes. Mm-hmm. And consciously practicing his presence. Yes. And I'm not there yet, mm-hmm. but I'm pursuing it. <laughs> yes, that's, yeah. that's my heart too. <laughs> mm. 
So carrying the presence has sometimes got a, a greater effect than speaking. Yes. Because in the presence is a power field that's around you through the frequency that you carry of his presence. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because if you have communion with the Lord and you turned into the Spirit, you turn to the heart of the Father. And in that place, you carry that atmosphere. Mm -hmm. It yes. is frequency, it is vibration, it is color, it's fragrance. Mm -hmm. You carry a message, actually, in your atmosphere of peace, of joy, of whatever it is that he's talking to you about. Yes. And that speaks. Yes, it does. It does. And, and sometimes you don't know what that is. Yeah. But, but it's there, and it's very real. And it impacts the people around you. When you carry his presence, you know, there's something about the presence of God itself that will bring conviction. Exactly. It'll bring, it'll bring peace, and sometimes it can stir up devils. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and cause people to react in a negative way. Yeah. Uh, but his presence is so very real. And the more we, the more we are consciously choosing to engage his presence in, just talk to us about intimacy. Tell us, tell us more about your perspective of that and, and how you've gotten there. It's desire. Mm. So Lord said to me long ago, he said to me, it is all according to the degree of your desire. Yes. And what he used there was the amplified version of Mark 4.24, the degree in which you hear and add study and diligence to it. In that degree, it will be added to. Wow. Yeah. But if you don't pay attention and you don't heed it, what he is giving you, you're going to lose it. Yeah. Because you're yeah. not stewarding it well. Yeah. So the drawing was there, I think, activated by things which I call markers in my life. Mm -hmm. And also, of course, the word. Yes. So something which I also shared with you is that somebody gave me a Bible when I was 13 years old with just the inscription Psalms 27, mm -hmm. which I started reading and absorbing yes. in my spirit, yes. meditating on it. Mm -hmm. And that is what my quest is at this stage of my life, is to not come out of that dwelling. Because mm -hmm. it's this one thing I yes. desire, this one thing, to behold, to seek his face, Behold his beauty. Yes. And inquire in his temple. And that is you draw near to God. He draws near to you. And then comes the Shekinah of a shadowing mm -hmm. glory. Mm -hmm. And once you start sensing and experiencing that presence, it is like. I could almost say you can't go without it. Mm -hmm. It's life-giving. Yeah, because you get transformed in that place. Yes. He touches your heart. He touches everything that you don't even know you need. He corrects you. Mm -hmm. He prunes you. Mm -hmm. And that is the, the love of the Father, that intense love that 
cares so much for you that you wouldn't leave you like you are. <laughs> yes, that's true. And that's that's the important thing, that he loves you as you are, but he's, he loves you too much to leave you there. That's right. That's right. And the more you come into the presence, you're more experiencing his attributes because you look into the glory. Yes. 2 Corinthians 3.18, where he says, as I behold him, First it's spirit to spirit, then it becomes face to face, then it becomes breath to breath. Mm-hmm. And you realize you're breathing in the presence, the fragrance, the, the attributes of who he is because you're looking into his glory, you gaze. Yes. And once you start gazing and you're beholding, and I was thinking of that word behold this morning. It's like hold your gaze, mm-hmm. beholding him and just drinking into his presence in the spirit, breathing into him, mm-hmm. breathing into his name is something I do a lot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like breathing mm-hmm. into his name, Yeshua or mm-hmm. Yahweh mm-hmm. or peace, mm-hmm. shalom. Mm-hmm. whatever you need, whatever mm-hmm. you feel led to do by the Spirit. And as you breathe out, you're releasing that same frequency. It is a frequency. Mm-hmm. And you get turned and totally recalibrated. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then lately what I realized over the years, I didn't know it at the time when he started, and I can't tell you where it started, but I know that he started with love. Love, he would always bring me back to love. And then I learned that the Hebrew um, living letters contained something like 72 layers Mm. of interpretation, of mystery unfolding. Right. Mm -hmm. So in that place where you just... Come deeper, come higher. Right. And you think of Moses who went up the mountain into the cloud onto, I think there's five areas where he went through. Makes me think of the stairs, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the secrets of the stairs in Song Song of Solomon. Solomon. Right. And in each of those stairs, it's different for you Mm -hmm. than it is for me. Sure. Because there's revelation of mystery Mm -hmm. that is revealed through the spirit of wisdom and revelation to enlighten your spiritual eyes that we can know him Yes, for who he is, not for what I want. Exactly. Because I don't want anything else than to mm-hmm. know him. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So now he teaches you about loving kindness. And the Holy Spirit come and... Just bring scriptures together. Oh, yes, you crown me mm-hmm. with loving kindness. Mm-hmm. And I think, okay, crowning, that means that my mind is being renewed mm-hmm. into that place of receiving his loving kindness. Yeah. Yes. And then I see where I'm not loving and kind. And the transformation comes as you meditate on that word mm-hmm. and absorb it and drink it in and agree with it, yes, Father. And I repent if mm-hmm. I need to. Yes. Usually I repent yeah. because 
yes, I'm not carrying that loving kindness like I see in you. Right. We see how we fall short. That's right. Yeah. And then the moment you see that in that mirror Mm -hmm. of the light that's reflecting on you, you say, yes, Lord, change. Just change me. Mm -hmm. And it gives you opportunities. Yes. To test. Walk it out (laughs) in the practical. And if you fail the test, you just come back and you repent again and you say, (laughs) Father, I realize it's a deeper work that I need. Mm -hmm. And in the process, the old man is renewed in the spirit of my mind. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's so amazing how what he brings forth that I don't even know I need. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the more you look at him, the more you realize that he made you in his image. Yes. To be like him. And, And that when we are allowing his spirit to mature us, we are an example in the earth of what he is. Exactly. That is how we shine his glory. Yes. So that word is very alive at the moment, arise. Mm-hmm. Come on, sons of God, bride of Christ. Yes. Um, Melchizedek order, people, right. throne room company, come into the ascended lifestyle where you dwell. Right. Dwelling in his presence, in that overshadowing kind of glory. Right. Where you just inundated with who he is. Right. Mm, yes. And you get drenched and saturated. And what is so important is it all starts with the blood. Come on. Teach the us. glory in the blood. We yes. have mm-hmm. to go through that baptism. Mm-hmm. where we lose ourselves yes. to come into the glory. And yes, we go crucified, but do we live like crucified, baptized people? Yes, there you go. And then we co-risen. Do we live in the resurrection power? Mm-hmm. Do we know what we have on the inside? And that is part of our inheritance, which we need to step into. Right. Which we realize Oh, my goodness, this is my portion. Jesus has paid for it, but I'm still not walking in it. Yes. Help so, me, Jesus. So it's a leaving the old behind and mm-hmm. my orphan mindset and step into the place of sonship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, yes, Lord, this is my identity as whom you've made me to be. Oh. So he's made us to be his sheep. Yeah. And his sons. And his sons. But his, his sheep know his voice. That's it. So how did you come to know his voice? By spending time in his presence. Mm-hmm. And then the first situation was actually where I realized I am hearing his voice. Because I was reading a scripture in Zephaniah. And it was absolutely applicable to a practical situation in my life. And then I realized... God is speaking to me, and I need to call this forth by prophesying it Mm -hmm. over the situation. Yeah, Mm -hmm. declare it. And that situation, I mean, it was miracle after miracle because of the the word. Right. He says, declare a thing and shall be 
established, but you can't change your mind. <laughs> you can't put, oh, I wonder whether it's going to do. Mm, it's, it's faith because it's been quickened in your spirit by the Holy Spirit. That's how you know, I did not think this. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. Holy Spirit put his light on it. He quickened that word to me, became alive, because Jesus says, my word is spirit. Right. And it is life. life. Yes. So that was the first situation. But now my quest is, Lord, give me the wisdom and the grace to help people to realize what their inheritance is so that we live in the ascended lifestyle. Yes. Co-crucified, co-resurrected, mm -hmm. but now... Co-ascended. Yes. Seated together with Christ in heavenly places. Right. He yeah. declares that we mm -hmm. are. Yeah. Exactly. It's done. Yes. That's not something I can work for, strive for. It's done. Mm -hmm. I just have to step into that place by faith. Yes. And start living there. And from what I hear there in the presence of God, in the glory, when I have just worshipped into that place where I've lost all consciousness of what's going on on this earth, mm -hmm. and hear his strategy, his instruction, and as I release it from that place, right, as a kingly decree. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, so you, you mentioned the Melchizedek priesthood, mm -hmm. and some people get, ooh, about yeah. that. You know, yeah. they, they get kind of weirded out. Yeah. But Melchizedek, or Melchizedek, was the king who was also the priest of the Most High God who came out and met Abram. That's or was right. he Abraham at, yes. already at yes. that point? He, he came out and met him after the battle of rescuing Lot. And the, the kings of, of Sodom kings, and Gomorrah yeah. from the, the, these other kings. So if you only read the, the, the Old Testament account of it in Genesis, you don't get what the writer of Hebrews said yeah. about him. Yeah. There's, there's something more to, you know, the, the, the folks that, that study that only in the Old Testament are going to tell you, well, maybe, maybe it was Shem. But no, it wasn't <laughs> Shem. It was somebody who has no beginning. Yeah. He had no uh, genealogy. No genealogy. No beginning, no end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who would, who could that possibly be? Other than Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I, I've met someone who had a visit to heaven, and she saw Melchizedek. She says, it's Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so the idea of being both king and priest. Yes. When the children of Israel were at Mount Sinai, it was God's desire that they become a kingdom of priests. That's right. It starts already in yeah. the Old Testament. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it was That was the pattern that we can step into because, it, I mean, I don't know if you have uh, Hebrew roots or not, Jewish roots, but I, as far as I know, I'm just a Gentile. But I'm, I've been grafted into the promises of God. We don't replace Israel. We're grafted into Israel, and so we can we can receive all of the sap from that tree exactly. that is a tr the tree of life. 
So Melchizedek was both king and priest, where you have those two things have separated in Judah, in the tribes of, of Israel. Judah is the kingly tribe, and particularly David's line. And then you have the Levites. Out of the Levites come the priests. But in Melchizedek, it's a different order that is both king and priest. Now explain to us what we do as that. Okay. Uh, first of all, we must realize that, as you said, it is God's desire. 1 Peter 2 verse 9, he says, you are a chosen generation, a royal That's kingly it. priesthood, precisely, a holy nation, his own special people mm-hmm. have been set apart. Yes. That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Beautiful. So that's where the priestly part comes in. Mm-hmm. It is worship, ministering mm-hmm. unto the Most High. Yes. Jesus as the high priest according to yes. the order of Melchizedek. Yes, and making intercession for us. Exactly. So we, in agreement with Jesus, we come and we just give him all that praise mm-hmm. because he not only brought me out, he wants to bring all out of the limited thinking, yes, the unrenewed mind, mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. that place of the mind of Christ. Beautiful. Where we rule and reign through Christ, mm-hmm. Romans mm-hmm. 5 verse 19. So... In that place of seated together with Christ in heavenly places, I come into kingly authority under the rule of Jesus Christ. Right. Now I hear his voice mm-hmm. over a situation that I have been praying for, and maybe just in my communion, he takes me into a place where he gives me a strategy. As I release it, I bring the heavenly kingdom into the earth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I shift situations. I shift, we can shift nations. Yes, we can. Mm-hmm. By being in that place of oneness, mm-hmm. communion. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where we go to with this whole dwelling story in the dwelling place, in the secret place, under the un- overshadowing of the Shekinah. Mm-hmm we become so intertwined with the DNA of the Trinity that we carry all his attributes. And in that, it's not only transformation, it's transfiguration. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because we become so full of the light of his glory. Mm -hmm. And now we come back to Isaiah 60, which is for now. Mm -hmm. Arise and shine. Arise, I I want to say that to the people who are listening. Arise out of your former thinking. Mm -hmm. Arise into your thinking into the heavenly places in the ascended lifestyle, in that place where I commune with him and eat at the sup with him at the banqueting table. Yes. And your cup runs over, the oil flows, and you're dripping in the mm-hmm. anointing yes. of that priesthood. Yes. And oh. what you bring, you just bring his kingly desires, his design mm-hmm. into the ordinary. Right. On earth. 
as it is in heaven. heaven. That's right. It's it's the answer to the prayer that he taught his disciples to pray. Exactly. Here's here's the here's the prayer. Now here's how you do it. Exactly. So in that intimacy and in that place of of communing with him, whether it's just being in his presence without even saying anything, or or in worship or in intercession, he will give us answers. He will give us things. Lots of times he speaks to me in a scripture. Yeah. I'll hear a phrase out of a scripture. Yes. And that'll be the answer, and I'll pray that scripture. At the moment you release that, that is a kingly decree because you didn't think it out. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not just a vain repetition mm -hmm. of words which I think might fit the situation. Mm -hmm. It is what you heard from the Spirit. Right. And what you hear from the king of kings, you administer right. that governmental mm -hmm. order yes. over the situation by declaring it. Yes. And it shall be established. It shall not return to him void. Amen. And it will accomplish that which he sent it for. Amen. Amen. If we don't go and cancel it out by speaking negativity. <laughs> oh, come on. Now, tell us more about that. That's really important. Yeah. Because in that place, in ascension, now going from the prophetic on, we become oracles of God. It yes. says when you speak, 1 Peter 4, when you speak, mm -hmm. let it be like oracles of God. C can you define that word? Because that's not a word that everyone understands. A word, an oracle is like, it is the, thou sayest the Lord, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. there's no contamination of flesh. Mm -hmm. There's no mixture. It's like becoming the mouthpiece for God. Exactly. Yes. He wants voices in the earth mm -hmm. to bring the kingdom into every situation. Yes. Yeah. How do you become that voice? Mm -hmm. By losing yourself. Yes into him, getting so uh, dissolved mm -hmm. into the spirit that your soul is completely subjected to the spirit. Everything you think, everything is eternal. It says right. those things which are uh, in the natural are temporal, mm -hmm. but the eternal are the things which are not seen. Right. So when we live in that mindset, in that framework of the heavenlies, the glories, is in uh, Colossians 3. Now, if you are risen with Christ, mm -hmm. if you realize you are risen, you're not earthbound. Exactly. You've got yeah. to rise above your situation into the glory mm -hmm. and, that, and live there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then think on things above, mm -hmm. not on the things on the earth. So your normal everyday situations, which can be really terrible, mm -hmm. <laughs> shocking, devastating, what do you do with that? The moment you start trying to figure it out, you go into confusion and mm -hmm. chaos. Right. But when you rise above and you step into the light, mm -hmm. Jesus is the light. Yes. And I recently had a, last year, I had a situation like that. A f close family member passed mm -hmm. away and it was such a shock. It was 
devastating. I could not get my mind off it. It was so suddenly and so such a like you couldn't believe that it happened. And after a day walking with this heaviness, I can almost not even breathe. Mm. I said, Lord, you've got to help me out of this. Mm -hmm. I should have taken less than a whole day. <laughs> but We're still learning. Yeah, but you're in trauma. You're in yes. shock. Yes. And thinking of all the families, my whole family was shaken by this. And um, the Lord immediately answered me. He said, step into the light. Hmm. Wow. wow. And when I, uh, just by faith, look, everything in the glory is by faith. Yes. Follow his voice, yes. even if it doesn't make sense to. Right. And I just closed my eyes and looked into the light, who is Christ Jesus, is the light. Mm -hmm. yes. And everything I cannot begin to explain to you because I don't know how it happened. But I received complete freedom, peace. Everything just became totally quiet. Yes. And I was back in ascension. And I could look down on the situation and now apply right. mm -hmm. that which we have just spoken about and release the glory over my family. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. That. You know, it reminds me of, of the word uh, metamorpho. Mm -hmm. which is the word for uh, trans transformation. transformation. And, yeah. and, it, and it's the same root word that where we get the word metamorphosis, where you think of the caterpillar that's busy eating and he's eating and he's eating and he's eating and he's just being a normal fleshly being, just like us. Just, we're busy. All, that, all that's important is, is my next meal. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm going to work so I can eat. You know, I'm going to work so my family can eat. I'm, I'm going to eat. And, and then something draws it to create a cocoon around itself, mm -hmm. to get quiet, oh, so to good. get quiet before God. But there is, a, there is something that happens inside of that cocoon where the caterpillar dissolves. And there's something, there's some kind of a green mushy goo that is in that cocoon that somehow by God's divine purposes, I mean, he, he, he created it to be this way, to give us an illustration of what he wants us to do to get out of the fleshly realm and into the spirit realm. Because we are spirits, we're not flesh, our spirits are are the real the real you and me that's, that's so beautiful. and and then and then you have this you have this set of emotions and intellect and your will that that are are contrary to the spirit realm and and then you live in a body but as soon as you as soon as you step outside of your body your body dies yeah. the real uh -huh. you is your spirit so so we have this green goo that is in the process of being transformed. And I think a lot of us get stuck in that green goo stage <laughs> before we, you know, sometimes it takes a while for us to become that butterfly. But that's the, the creativity that God put into us that uh, we're designed. It's like the oh. caterpillar is designed to mm -hmm. do this, to become a butterfly. That is exactly how it happens the moment you get vision. Mm. Mm. of your destiny there you go 
when you said that, I realized it for the first time. Wow. When you get vision of your destiny and you're supposed to be a butterfly. Yes. Not creeping on the ground. Right. Not just a consumer. And then go on with this. Mm-hmm. Then the, the butterfly starts to, to come out. And mm-hmm. it, has, it has to let its wings dry. Don't hurry it up. It has to, it has to go <laughs> yeah. through the process. It's a whole yeah. process. But it starts with a caterpillar. And it comes out a, a free butterfly able to fly above in that ascended place yes. where we can fly with our Lord. We can, you know, we, we can mount up on wings as eagles or we can mount up on wings as butterflies. I think it still works. It's the <laughs> idea that we're mounting up on wings yes. with yes. him to be in his kingly realm. And from that kingly realm, as you said, when we hear what he says, we can release it in the earth because we're still we're still in our bodies at this point, yeah. but our spirits have come to the forefront. We're meant for our spirit to be the part that is in control. Amen. But we become multidimensional ah. mm-hmm. because in the spirit, yes. I'm seated together with Christ. I exactly. live in the heavenlies. Mm-hmm. On the earth, I apply yes. heaven on earth. So I live in this movement right. from heaven to earth, yes. not mm. from earth to heaven. Yes. We have yeah. to live from from above down. Yes. <laughs> so yes. we're not praying up mm-hmm. that God would come down. Exactly. He's already come down. <laughs> yes. And he's given us everything we need. Beautiful. And now he calls us up and he says, come higher and higher and higher. Beautiful. And the, just a while ago, I was thinking of Tom. I was in the spirit. Yes. On the Lord's day. Yes. And then first he heard a sound, but he wasn't satisfied with that. Mm. He turned. Yes. And as he turn to look what's behind the sound. Mm-hmm. He had that beautiful vision of Jesus in that glory splendor. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then there's the next stage of up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went up higher. Come up here because I want to show you. So the, 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 the process is like the secrets of the stairs mm-hmm. in Song of Solomon. All that consecutive layers of glory that open up because you're not satisfied with where you are. Yes. Your desire increases. Yes. And you want more of the mystery and the glory mm-hmm. that's hidden. Yes. And he says, when you call, mm-hmm. I will show you great and mighty things which you don't know. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. Would you pray for our listeners to be able to come up higher? Sure. Oh, Father God, you you are so magnificent in your ways, Lord. And we just praise you that you have opened that way into the holies of holies, a new living way where we can live in the Shekinah because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord, I just ask right now, there's a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Yes, Lord. Well, 
open the eyes of our understanding. Yes, that the light comes on, enlightened eyes to see and to know you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, that you deposit in us that deep desire. And that that desire, as we seek your face, will just become more and more and deeper and take us higher and higher. That we will know our call. That we will know our identity. Yes. Thank you, Father. That we will know, Lord, that we can live in union with you. Yes, Lord. To fulfill your destiny here on the earth. Yes. Your kingdom purposes. Oh, we give you the glory that it's all by faith, which you also give us. Yes. And, Lord, that it is by your spirit. So we just choose to step into the spirit out of the cocoon. Yes. Into that freedom and liberty that you have brought for us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you all the glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, to the praise of the glory of your grace. Yes, yes. In Christ Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that it's a life of victory. Yes. The abundant life is for everyone. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, thank you so much, Elsa B., for sharing with us today and opening your heart about the things that the Lord has been showing you. Um, Do you have a website? I have a website. It's called alsabibreers.com. Okay, so that's E L S A B E B R I E R S dot com. Okay. You can also look at Agape Life Ministries. It'll take you there too. Okay. And do you have things out on YouTube as well? I have a YouTube channel, yes, under Alcibi Breers Bacchus. Yeah. All right. And Bacchus is B A K K E S. That's right. Okay. Well, I I hope that uh, our listeners will go there and uh, if they're if they're hungry, if they want to go <laughs> deeper, they're going to follow and and learn some more things and have their lives transformed as well because you open the word and you teach yeah. the things that the Holy Spirit has taught you and you know your sheep his sheep need to know his voice. Yeah. That we do know his voice, but but there's so much more that we can have that we we'll, We'll never run out. <laughs> Our Father just keeps keeps opening up new things to us, so there's always new things for us to learn. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my great pleasure and honor. Thank you for having me. God bless you. God bless you too. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence.